Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to speak to us today, Lord. I ask you to challenge us, Lord. I ask you to change us today, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to awaken the heart of every believer to the great assignment which we have received from you. Lord, speak for your servants are listening today. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I have a message for you today. And the message is this. You have no excuse for not winning the lost. You have no excuse for not winning the lost. There's no excuse. There is no excuse. God brings sinners your way every day. You work with them. You go to school with them. You do business with them. Some of them come to clean your house every day. You take your cars to sinners to fix. You t- you, the sinners, they wash your car at the car wash. You get into a, a taxi with them or a train or airplane. You speak with them every day. You give them money. You give them food sometimes. They ask you for money. They ask you for food sometimes. You give them food. Some of them cut your grass. They clean your gardens. Some of them are your drivers. Some of them are your employers. You meet with sinners every day. You meet with sinners every day. They come so close to the kingdom of God. And yet, they don't get in. You meet with unbelievers every day, unsafe people. Some of them are in your household. And all you do is complain, complain, and give up. Some of them are married to you. And all you do is give up, give up, make excuses. God is telling you today, you have no excuse. No excuse is acceptable for not winning the lost. There is no excuse. No excuse is tenable. No excuse is acceptable for not winning the lost. No excuse is acceptable for not winning the lost. No excuse is acceptable. No excuse is acceptable for not winning the lost. You received a great commandment, not a great suggestion. God commands you to win the lost. In Matthew chapter 28, from verse 19 to 20, Jesus said unto us, Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Verse 20, Teaching them to observe all things, whatsoever I have commanded you. Remember? Whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. I take it again. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. 
you have received a commandment to go. If you are not going, you are walking in disobedience. You are walking in disobedience. If you are not going, you are walking in disobedience. There's no excuse. You have no excuse. You meet people every day. You cannot give God any excuse that your working hours do not allow you. You, you do not have transport money to go. You've got no excuse. God has provided every platform. Your WhatsApp. Yesterday, I led somebody to Christ over WhatsApp, over a voice message, voice note. There is no excuse. Just yesterday, less than 24 hours ago, I led somebody to Christ over a voice note. That's why I produce gospel tracts. I produce gospel tracts. I share it with people over WhatsApp and I ask them, have you read it? Read it? If you, well, after you read it and you say the prayer, please get back to me. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. I tell you, child of God, you've got no excuse. You say, I'm not a pastor. You've got no excuse. Every child of God has received this commandment. In Mark chapter 16, from verse 15 to 18, Jesus came again and he said, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. He said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, young and old. Young and old, rich and poor. Everyone, your staff, the people working for you. God gave you influence over them. God gave you influence over them because you pay the, the bills. God gave you influence. Everyone, God will give, ask you to give an account for what you did, how, why you did not share the gospel with that person. Do not give anybody the opportunity to give an excuse on that day. And do not give an excuse on behalf. Don't reject the gospel for someone. Some people say, no, I, I, I don't know if they're going to receive it. Now you've rejected the gospel on their behalf because you did not share it. Hallelujah. God is going to ask you, that maid working in your house, he's going to ask you, why didn't you share the gospel with them? There is no excuse. Paul was in prison. Their backs were bleeding and they were still sharing the gospel. There is no excuse. It is a command and not a suggestion. You will give an account. You have received. Don't say I'm not a preacher. Don't say I'm not a pastor. No, it's for pastors. No, no. That's a lie from the devil. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. He says, therefore, if any man is in Christ, talking about you, are you in Christ? You are in Christ as much as your pastor is in Christ. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Verse 18, And all things are of God, who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and had given unto us, given to us the ministry of reconciliation. You have received the ministry of reconciliation. Every believer is called to the ministry. Every believer has a ministry. 
is called the ministry of reconciliation. You are called to reconcile man back to God. You are called to reconcile sinners back to God. You are called to bring them back home. Jesus died for their sins. Jesus has paid the price. God sent Jesus to pay the price. He has paid the price already. You are called to go tell them that Jesus has paid the price. Jesus died for you. Come back home. If you don't do it, nobody's going to do it. Verse 19, to weep that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing the trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation. He has committed unto us. He has committed unto us. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. We are God's ambassadors. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be reconciled to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has called you. God has called me to preach the gospel. God has called you. You have received the ministry as much as I have received the ministry of reconciliation, reconciling men back to God. If you do not do it, no one else will do it. If you do not do it, they will die and go to hell. If you do not do it, they will die and go to hell. If you don't preach the gospel to your teacher, your teacher is going to die and go to hell. If you are a teacher, you do not preach the gospel to your learners because you are afraid of uh, school policies, they are going to die and go to hell. If you don't preach the gospel to those around you, your family, they may die and go to hell. No one else may preach to them. Sinners do not go to church, largely. You take the gospel to them. You are waiting for You say you are not their pastor. You're going to give an account one day. Revelation chapter 22 verse 12. Revelation 22 verse 12. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. God is coming. Jesus is coming quickly. You said he may take a long time to come. Okay, if he, even if it takes a long time, I had a preacher saying that ah, you think Jesus is going to come with the, the way the church is divided, that he's coming for a bride without spot nor wrinkle. Whose fault is it? Whose fault is it that the church is divided? Whose fault is it? It's the fault of the believers. You think Jesus is going to wait forever? Jesus said, behold, I come quickly. If he does not come quickly, you're going to go to him. You're going to go to him. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27, it is appointed unto man once to die, once to die, and after that the judgment. As soon as anybody takes his last breath, as soon as anyone dies, he's facing the judgment. He's facing God. God is going to judge them. God is going to judge them. And if they are not born again, if they are not born again, they are going to hell. People are dying every day. People are dying every day and going to hell because Christians are failing to tell them about the love of God. People are dying every day. People are dying every day. Sinners are dying every second. Someone is dying even now as we speak. Before we are done with this message, at least three people would have died somewhere without Jesus. And it's not like there are no born again people around them. There are born again people placed everywhere, on social media, on Facebook. What do you do with Facebook? What do you do with your TikTok? What do you do with Instagram? If you cannot go, you can go on Facebook. Somebody, Meguska Parezish Kelere Kupata. John chapter 3 verse 16 to 18 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, 
but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. He said, he that believeth not on him is condemned already. How shall they believe if there is no preacher? How shall they believe if no one tells them? Because faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. They believe by hearing. If they do not believe, they are condemned already. Some are walking around with a death sentence on their head. Death sentence on their head. Because no one has shared the gospel with them. No one has shared the gospel with them. Child of God, God is even reminding me of the, the man that cleans that uh, the, the cleaner in our complex is challenging me now that I've not shared the gospel with him. I'm focused on people outside. Meanwhile, there is someone, there is someone right at my doorstep cleaning the house. May God forgive me. May God forgive me for neglecting him. He just reminded me of him now. I'm not telling you that I get all these things right. I'm not telling you. You and I are guilty of this. Both of us are guilty of this. Both of us are guilty of this. Our family members, the cleaners, everyone, people are dying every day. God has given you and I everything. God has given you and I everything. God has given you and I everything. Everything we need to be effective in this ministry of reconciliation. Everything we need to be effective. He has given us his name. The place we read in Mark chapter 16, I'm going to read it again. He gave us his name. He gave us his spirit. He gave us his power. He gave us his word. Mark chapter 16. He said, and he said also, they go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And he said, verse 17, this sign shall follow them that believe. Talking about you and I, he has given us the right. He said, in my name shall they cast out devils. He has given us his power to use his, the right to use his name to cast out devils. He has given us the ability to speak with new tongues so we can build up ourselves spiritually. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 4, he that speaks in, in, in other tongues edifies himself. He has given us that ability to speak in tongues so we can charge up ourselves as it, as it were. He has given us the ability to speak in tongues so we can build up, you know, stir up the power of God that we have received. I talked about the message I preached last week and the purpose of the power of God. Hallelujah. He says, in my name shall they cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover all for the preaching of the gospel. All for the preaching of the gospel. There are people dying every day. They don't know that God has paid for their sins. They are dying and going to hell. And they do not know your classmates in school. You are not too young to preach the gospel. You are not too young to win the lost. You are not too young. People are going to hell, old and young. There's no excuse. And if you're a pastor and you do not win the lost, if you're a pastor and you're too busy to go on evangelism, you are not doing the right thing. God is going to ask you. God is going to ask you. God is going to ask you. There are so many churches where people, they don't make altar calls anymore. They don't ask people to come forward 
I've been to several churches since I arrived in Port Elizabeth. Since March, most of the churches don't call people for altar calls. They don't call people to give their life to Jesus. Most of the churches, most of the churches, if you're not doing that, don't assume that people are right. And if you say all the people in my church are born again, then you're not doing the right thing. What about those who are outside? What about those who are outside? What about those who are unsaved? What about, you say, no, we, we go to them, they don't want to come to our church, so we are fine. No, you are not fine. You are not fine. What about the sick? The hospitals are open. The prisons are open. The streets are open. The schools are open. The schools are open. And if you are a preacher, and God has given you an open door to go share the gospel in schools, and for some reason you are too busy for the high school kids. You are too busy. Oh God, I pray that God will give me the high schools. Open up the high schools. Open up the high schools to me. You can disciple an entire school by yourself. You can disciple an entire... You must be strategic. You don't just go there and preach to them about sin every day. They'll get tired of you. You lead them to Christ. Then you start discipling them. 15 minutes is enough. You tell them. You start building them up. Listen to my message. Go get my message on uh, the dynamics of discipleship. Go get that message on the dynamics of discipleship. Understand it. Or get my book. Make disciples. Go get my book. Go get. I wrote a book on how to win anybody to Christ. Go get my book. Contact me. Contact our ministry. Or contact. Go to Amazon. Search for it. It's there on Amazon. How to win anybody to Christ by Samuel Odo. Search for it. Search for that book. It's a complete guide. Practical, proven, effective steps to winning anyone to Christ. Keys that have used for over 20 years have been winning the loss. For more than 20 years have been winning the loss successfully. So it's the, one of the easiest things I do. God instructed me to put it in writing. And I've said over and again, if you don't have money, you cannot afford it, send me a message and I will send it to you free of charge. Send me. It's not about the money. I will give it to you free of charge. I will give it to you free of charge. If you would contact, if you send an email, send an email to odh samuel at yahoo.com or send give me a call send a whatsapp on plus two seven country code is plus two seven six three three five four eight six four six plus two seven six double three fifty four eighty six forty six that's my number send me a whatsapp give me a call and i will give it to you free of charge by all means we must win the lost we must win the lost we must, why? Let me tell you why. Why believers fail to share the gospel? Number one is laziness. Spiritual laziness. They are lazy. We are lazy. We are lazy. We are lazy. We don't want to go out. We don't want to be stretched. We are fine on our computer, minding our own business while people around us are going to hell. You don't care. You don't care. You are lazy. I am lazy. That's why we don't go. There's many multitudes are going to hell every day. Multitudes are on their way to hell. We've got opportunities. We don't seize the opportunities. Number two is pride. Pride. What if? What if they don't accept? Well, now, how can I go talk to that person about Jesus? No, what if they embarrass me? What if they spit on my face? What if they hate me? What if I get fired? What if? What if? Pride is one reason why people don't win the loss. Selfishness. Me, myself, and I, thank God I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. Thank God my family is saved. Thank God my children are saved. 
child of God, don't be selfish in these last days. We shall not be selfish in the name of Jesus Christ. If you don't care about people, you are selfish. If you don't care about the, the state of uh, the condition, the eternal destiny of someone, you are selfish. You are selfish. If you don't win the loss, you are selfish. If you do not win the lost, you are selfish. If you don't go out of your way to share the gospel with someone, you are selfish. You care only about yourself. You care only about your comfort. When you are traveling, you are traveling for a long time, somebody is sitting next to you and you never share the gospel with that person, you are selfish. I am selfish. I am selfish. You are selfish. I am selfish. And you are selfish. May God deliver us in the name of Jesus. Carnality is another reason why people are, don't uh, win the loss. They are so carnal. They mind only the things of the flesh, only the things of the world. They talk about soccer. They talk about politics. They talk about, that's all they talk about. That's all we talk about. We don't care about the things of the kingdom. We don't share the gospel with the people. We're, we're more driven, more drawn, you know, by the things of the world. We mind our own business. We're more concerned about making money. We are more concerned about, you know, our, the, stock, the stock market. We are more concerned about what is happening in Britain. We are more concerned. We, all, we do not care about the things of the world. We are so carnal. We are so carnal. We are not sensitive about the things of the kingdom. We are so carnal. The last reason I have here is ignorance. We do not know. Some people don't know how to share the gospel. That's why I wrote that book, How to Win Anybody to Christ. You have no excuse. If you hear me now, you have no excuse for not winning the Lord. If you cannot afford that book, like I said, call me. Give me a call. It's, if you ask, it's only 120 rand, the printed copy. Only 120 rand. I don't know how much it is in, in the dollar. It cannot, probably cannot buy you a decent meal. Amen. Invest. Build your knowledge base. Maybe pastors. Pastors are to blame. They don't teach these things anymore. They do not challenge people anymore. When they say it, they say it in passing. They say it in passing. They don't call people to action and keep them accountable. We pastors, we are failing the people. We do not challenge them to preach the gospel. We do not challenge them to reach out to the lost. May God have mercy on us in the name of Jesus Christ. If you don't know how to, to, to win the lost and you cannot get my book, I don't, there's no reason why you cannot get my book. I've made it available free of charge if you cannot afford it. Don't be shy to tell me you cannot afford the book. Read that book and put it to work. In that book, you're going to learn how to win your family members to Christ, how to win old people to Christ, how to share the gospel with poor people, how to share the gospel with rich people, how to share the gospel with children, how to share the gospel as a teacher to your learners, your, your students. You know, how businessmen can share the gospel. How you can share the gospel to sick people in the hospital if you are a nurse. How to win your spouse to Christ. I shared it. You understand what is the gospel. Different ways of sharing the gospel with practical real life experiences. Example, I mean. Real life examples on how to win the loss. Go get that book. If you cannot afford it, give me a call. Send me a WhatsApp. Send me a WhatsApp. Again, my number is plus two seven six double three fifty four eighty six forty six. Plus two seven six three three five four eight six four six. Give me a call today. Send a WhatsApp today and share this message with someone. Share this message with someone. Please share this message with another believer. Share this message with another believer. Let everybody arise. Let everybody be awakened onto their responsibility today. In the name of Jesus Christ.
you know, can I tell you the truth? You are missing a lot for not winning the, the, the lost, for not sharing the gospel. You are missing a lot. There are so many things you have not experienced. The favor of God, you know, the power of God, the joy of seeing someone bringing joy to heaven. You know, the attention, special attention of God. You are missing a lot. John chapter 4 verse 35 says, John 4, 35. I'll read 35 and 36. Say, say not ye, there are yet four months and then come at the harvest. Say not ye, there are four months and then come at the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields. Remember in Mark chapter 4, the field is the world. In other words, lift up your eyes and look at the world. For they are white already to harvest. They are white already to harvest. Look at the unsaved humanity. Lift up your eyes and look, look, look. There are many people, multitudes on their way to hell. Multitudes of unsaved people all around you. Lift up your eyes and look. They are already white for harvest. Verse 36. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto eternal life, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. There is a joy you are missing. You are missing the joy of seeing people saved. You are missing the wages. God pays his laborers. God pays his laborers. He keeps them healthy. Child of God, I want to tell you, I do not get sick. Since I came to South Africa in uh, as a missionary in the year 2015, I have never needed a doctor. I have never needed a doctor. I have not been sick. My family does, my wife has never been sick. My children are not sick. We are not sick. God, we are ambassadors of God. We are on active duty. God keeps us in good health. You are missing out on good health. If you, you cannot be winning the Lord and be sickly, God will service you. God will take care of you. You are missing out on divine supplies. Child of God, I do not earn any salary from any human being. No organization sent me here as a missionary to this country. I came all the way from Nigeria. I came with only 200 rands in my wallet when I came to this country. Only 200 rand. I've been here. God has provided for me. I do not earn any salary from anywhere. God provides for me. God provides for me. God provides for me because I am actively engaged, actively involved in the great assignment he has given unto me. You are missing a lot. There is a kind of business breakthrough that you have if you are winning the loss. I promise you. There's, you enjoy divine ideas. You enjoy inspiration. You enjoy revelation. You are missing out. You are missing out. Luke chapter 15 verse 7. Luke 15 7. Say, I say to you that there is likewise, that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over 90. 90 and 9 just persons which need no repentance. They, you bring joy to heaven. You are missing out of the joy. Bringing joy to God. Bringing joy to the angels. You are missing out. You are missing out on joy. Bringing joy. giving, Bringing joy to the kingdom of God. Making God happy. God is happy when somebody gives his life to him. God is happy when somebody becomes born again. You are missing out. There's a joy. There's a victory. You know, you're making Jesus feel that is what the suffering he went through on Calvary is worth it. It's worthwhile. It's worthwhile. You are missing out on that. You are missing out on the power of God. When you go to preach the gospel, you get people healed. 
The power of God flows. God confirms your word with signs and wonders following. God confirms your word with miracles, signs and wonders. You do not see anybody healed because you've, you've not been winning the lost. Child of God, it's time for us to repent. It's time for us to repent. We must repent today. We must repent. Ask God to forgive you. Father, forgive me for not winning the lost. Lord, I pray for everyone listening to me right now. Forgive them, Lord. Forgive them, Lord. Forgive us. Forgive us, O God, for not winning the lost. Have mercy on us. Lord, today, Lord God, stir us up by the power of your spirit. Lord God, make my brothers and my sisters doers of your word. This message we have received and not hear us only deceiving ourselves in Jesus' name. Amen. I please ask you, please share this message with someone. Share this message with other believers. Let us mobilize the believers to go out and win the lost. And God will bless you in the name of Jesus. Don't forget, reach out to me, call me, ask for the book, and I will give it to you. By all means, we must win the lost in Jesus' name. Remember, you've got the power, you've got the anointing, you've got everything you need to win the lost. Please, let's do this work in Jesus' name. Amen.